You've tuned in to the Cat Show Podcast, where we're making the world a better place for cats. Hosted by the cat mama herself, Melissa Newman. Hello there, everyone, and welcome to the first Cat Show Podcast. I'm a little nervous today, but let's get this show on the road. We're going to start off with a two-part series that will talk about what it means to be a good cat mama how to add the perfect feline friend to your family and what they will need to make them feel at home. We'll also talk about some ways to help them settle in and make them feel welcome when they arrive. We will talk about the good, the bad and the often very messy parts of being a cat guardian. Now before we get started there's something that you need to know. Everyone has the best cat. No matter how you came to have a cat in your life, you have the very best one. It doesn't matter what breed you have or how they came to be part of your family. It's without doubt that they are the very best cat ever. We have a house full of cats and every single one of them is the best cat and my favorite. Every cat is awesome. They know it and we need to know that too. There's also a warning that I'm obliged to give you about cats. Cats are like Pokemon. You will want to collect them all. If you are a first-time cat owner, you need to know this. Some people are very happy with a one-cat home and some cats will even prefer this. But it is very easy to become a multi-cat home. This podcast will start you off with the basics for how to find the perfect cat for you. Becoming a cat mama can be the best decision of your life, but before you make that commitment, you need to know a few things and make a few decisions so that you can be the best cat mama you can be. What you will get out of caring for a cat far outweighs the commitment required in my opinion, but it is important that when looking after the life of another creature that you are prepared for the 20-year commitment that cat ownership can be. There are basically three ways of having a cat come into your family. You can unintentionally inherit a cat, you can adopt a rescue, or you can get a pedigree. That's it. That's all the choices you have. Let's flesh these out a bit and talk about each of these choices and the pros and cons of each one. Let's start off with the unexpected. Sometimes you get a cat whether you like it or not. Perhaps an elderly relative has gone into care and you've ended up with their fur baby. Or perhaps a local stray has been visiting your house and you start to feed it. Sometimes we find ourselves cat mummers without consciously choosing to do so. If this happens to you, then there are two things you can do. Accept the challenge and do the very best you can or find somebody that will take it on. If it's a family member's cat, then this can be hard as you have an emotional attachment to the person whose cat it was. But please, if you're not a cat person, then find it a loving home. Become a foster mum for a short period, but actively find a forever home for this feline. If you encourage a cat to visit your home, guess what? You are now responsible for it. If it has a microchip, you can find out if it does have an owner. If its owner is registered, you will know it has a family that it's responsible for it. 
Make sure that you return the cat to the owner and let them know you have been friendly with it. Or download the Stray Cat paper collar off the Cat Mama website and write a message to the owner. They might be looking to find a new home for their feline friend and you might be the right person. Or you might find that they have been worried because their cat's not been eating because you've been feeding it and will be relieved to know that their cat is okay. If you do inherit the responsibility of a cat, there are a few things you should do. Number one is that you should make sure that you contain that cat to your property and not have them wandering the neighborhood. The second thing is that you should do a vet check on the cat. Make sure that the cat is dissexed, microchipped and healthy. No matter how the cat came to you, make sure it's dissexed. If it is left to wander and it's not neutered, it will just add to the unwanted cat population and that's not a good thing. It's also more prone to get into fights and get hit by a car and that's why we should look at responsibility number one of containing cats to your property. Number three is deciding if you will become responsible for this feline. You need to consciously decide if you want to be this cat's human. Don't do a half-hearted job, either commit to take it on or commit to find a new home for this cat. All cats deserve the best outcome possible and you might just be part of their story or you might be their entire story. That has to be for you to decide. So let's move on to adoption of rescues. This is such a popular way to become a cat owner and a very noble thing to do. But is this the right way to go for you? There is a lot of public pressure today with campaigns like Adopt Don't Shop being the go-to slogan for many. But this is not always the best for you and your family. We have five domestic short hairs. Some came to us as rescues. We love every single one of them, but they are all very different. They all have different personalities, different needs, different confidence levels. Learning to keep a group of cats like this under one roof and happy has been quite an education. Some cats will love the company of other cats and others will be incredibly territorial and terrorize other cats simply out of dominance, fear or simply be too high energy for the others. If your driving passion is to adopt and save a cat, then also consider the older cats. These guys often get skipped over for the cute little kittens. It can take more work to gain their trust, but it will be well worth the effort. Do remember with older cats to ask if they have any ongoing medical issues that might impact you financially with additional vet costs. You don't know what a rescue cat has gone through before coming to you. Check with the rescue service and see if they can tell you anything about their background that might help you with transitioning them into your home. Be patient, caring and considerate with them. Remember that the cat will be in charge of the time frame to settling into your home. Take it slow and let them set the pace. Just because you're excited to have them there doesn't mean they share that enthusiasm, so let them come to you. Give them their personal space and allow them to explore when they are ready. Adoption services for cats are not free. Adoption services have to pay for vets, food, housing and so on. So check to see how much this option will cost you. 
be prepared to pay at least a few hundred dollars or more to adopt a cat. There's also the cost of dissexing and neutering, flea and worming treatments, vaccinations and microchips and council registration costs to consider. Now the pros of adopting a cat is that there's lots to choose from and you can adopt a cat today. You can give the cat a second chance at a happy life. Now these guys are going to be much less expensive than the pedigree variety and as a pet cats are fantastic because they tend to be fairly low maintenance and you don't need to walk a cat. There's the cons side of things that we need to consider as well though and for these guys you just don't know what sort of personality you will get. You don't know what the cat has been through in its past and once you leave the shelter you are pretty much on your own although most shelters will give you a little bit of a hand when you take them home at first. Now let's look at a third option of a pedigree cat. There are so many choices, so many cat breeds, so how do you choose and why should you get a pedigree? All cat breeds have different traits, so you need to find the right combination of those traits for your situation. It is also important that you choose a breed that will fit your needs. You will need to be looking for a breed that you like the look of, but that also suits your lifestyle. It's much easier these days to find out about breeds because we can research the internet and work it out. There's nothing like seeing the cats in the flesh, so find out if there are any cat shows in your area. This way you can take a look at the different breeds and talk to breeders about their different personality traits. Once you find a cat that you like the look of, make sure again that they suit your lifestyle. There are lots of great resources online for this and I'll put some links in the show notes for you. The kind of things that you need to consider so that they will suit your lifestyle is things like are they active and inquisitive or are they relaxed and laid back? Are they sociable and dependent or are they independent? Are they talkers or are they quiet? Do they require grooming? Will they need an enclosed outdoor space? And are they a good family option or are they better off with a small quieter family? Once you have decided on a breed, it's then time to find a breeder. Local cat shows can be great for this. You will find dedicated breeders here that will give you some idea of who the best breeders are for a particular breed. Recommendations are a great place to start. Also remember that not all cat breeds will be available in your area. So by talking with cat show exhibitors, you will be able to find out if there's any good breeders of the cats that you want in your area. There are lots of things you need to know about finding a good breeder, but we'll cover those in another podcast because there's lots to consider. Just remember that you will be interviewed to see if you're a good fit for your breed. So expect lots of questions from the breeder and be prepared to ask lots of questions back. So what are the pros and cons? Well, the pros are that you will know the personality traits and character of the cat that you are getting. You will have ongoing help from the breeder if you have any questions or need help in any way. You will know the background and parentage of the cat and they will look and act similar to their parents. And on the con side, you may have to wait a while to get the right cat and go on a breeder's waiting list. They are much more expensive to buy and can be anywhere between $1,000 and $3,000.
and research is required to find the right breeder for you. In the next episode, we'll be talking about what you will need to bring your newfound friend home and how to get them settled in. Check out the blog for extra info around all of this stuff. We do have a free download called Becoming a Cat Mama, which has all this information in it. So go and download that if you want to have this in a hard copy. If you would like to be part of the Cat Mama community, you can join me over on our Patreon page. It's patreon.com forward slash catmama. Help me with what content this podcast has, learn about photography and photographing your cat, harness training, and a lot of other exclusive stuff. And if you found this podcast helpful, feel free to share it with your friends and we'll see you next time.